0: Hi, gorgeous. This is episode number 87 with the wonderful Sonny Tannen.
1: Hi, this is Sonny Tannen. You're listening to Heart Styles Podcast with Christine Chalonsky. Enjoy.
0: I am so excited to have Sonny Tannen on the show today because we are going to learn a lot. He is going to take us back to how it was to be a child how to explain the world and how to understand the world. And he's making such a big impact on LinkedIn, inspiring all kinds of entrepreneurs, CEOs and his followers so often through the eyes of Om. Um, When veteran award-winning business developer and philanthropist Sanitana was offered the opportunity to become one of LinkedIn's first video content creators, he began developing a LinkedIn article and video series called Through the Eyes of Om. These are lessons taken from raising his son, encourage others to approach the world with a little more creativity and curiosity. As hashtag fans of three, Om and Sunny capture moments of insights from their day-to-day lives and give readers free takeaways to encourage others to focus, collaborate, and inspire. Their hope is to inspire children and their parents to live life with curiosity and enthusiasm for other adventures to come. So let's dive into this adventure episode with Sonny Tannen. Well, I am so super excited to have you on today's show, Sonny. Welcome to Heart Cells Podcast.
1: Christine, it's my pleasure. Thank you so much for having me.
0: Oh, you're so welcome. So you have had this amazing journey. And I think especially since this podcast is around sales, around impact and serving more people. So you have this amazing journey on LinkedIn, growing your followers from only 500 (laughs) to over 10,000 in just a year. So give us a little bit of background, how you achieve these numbers, because the more impact and influence we have, the more opportunities we have to serve, the more opportunities we have to serve, the more we can sell and actually have a thriving business. So I'm really curious of your secret sauce.
1: (laughs) Well, first of all, thank you. Um, I really appreciate that introduction. You kind of hit everything on on the head. Where, you know, my journey, I don't, I guess I'd like to start by saying I don't think it's quite that unique, but then, you know, I like to play devil's advocate and say, well, gosh, I think it is pretty unique the way, um, you know, I've started, I've progressed along the way and where I've ended up and where I would like to continue to go towards. So I'll start a little bit back at, you know, the LinkedIn journey that you referenced earlier. A year ago, Christine, if you had said, Sonny, you are going to have over 10,000 followers in your network. You're going to launch a show, the first show on LinkedIn with five other awesome co-hosts. You're going to leave corporate America, leave your military background behind, launch a business, and you know what? While you're doing all of that, go ahead and just throw in you're gonna write your first book. I would just look at you and just roll my eyes and say, that is absolutely ridiculous. And I'd probably laugh about it as well, which I still do to this day. It's, a, it's amazing where you know a year ago, I was both professionally, personally, and just in all walks of life to where I am today.
0: Mm. So,
1: you know, my, my journey, if you will, from the sales and marketing are just how you can, um, you know, heart sells, just like your podcast is titled. I think that the, the critical core or, you know, the, the value that I've carried from every part that I've done. So from my military background to my experience with corporate America, to my experience in the profit and the nonprofit world, to being an entrepreneur, to being an international speaker, to now about to become an author. I think that uh, there are a couple of core things that I've always stuck with. And you know, my hashtag is fans of three, F-A-N-S-O-F three. And so everything that I try to impart, teach, learn myself, I try to break it down into three parts. And the three parts that I share with every single message, if it's in person, if it's virtual, if it's a video, if it's an article post, it's in, in pieces of three, if you will. And my three big ones are focus, collaboration, and inspiration. So my journey all along the way has tried to wrap those three critical components into everything I do.
0: Hmm. Wonderful. So, your background—you know—you did quite a lot of things. But what led you to becoming an entrepreneur?
1: You know, that's a really—that's a great question. Um, I don't think there's any one thing that contributed to me becoming an entrepreneur. I think that you know, when I reflect back and I look back at everything I've done since I've been a you know a child to becoming an adult to now becoming a father. I think that everything that I've done has had some sort of component of me being able to do things in the way that I wanted to. And that's, that's really what an entrepreneur is, is, you know, they've found something that they're truly passionate about or something that just drives them. Maybe it fulfills them. Maybe it fulfills others. Maybe they've identified a need that they can provide a solution and value to and they act on it. They take action and they do something about that. And so for me, I think, every stage in my career. So my military background, you know, my corporate America background, my now launching um, the book background, I think all of those contribute to me becoming an entrepreneur. But that being said, the absolute critical, the most important thing that has led to my taking that leap, you know, jumping in with two feet and having the courage to do it is because I've had an extremely supportive partner, you know, my wife, and I have my family that they may not have always agreed with the decision I was making. But at the end of the day, I knew that I could count on them to be there and to support me if I needed that support. So my wife, my family, and then, of course, the third thing is I have a three-year-old son that has just led me to want to create something better both for himself and for myself at the end of the day. And that is why I chose to become an entrepreneur.
0: Yeah, it's against things, yes. if you have noticed. <laughs> so um I I love it. So for lots of people um with children, that's their big why, why they do what they do. And that gives them a lot of energy and and um yeah the power to to move forward, to overcome challenges. Um but again, back to that secret sauce, um sharing your, your three things. Um how did that impact your massive growth on LinkedIn?
1: Yeah, that's, a, that's another great question. So I, I love the fact that you keep referring to a secret sauce and I wish there was a secret sauce that I could bottle and hand out to someone and say, do this and it'll work every single time. The great thing is there isn't just one secret sauce. And I think that the thing that, that probably helped me most was, um, you know, a few things. And, I, and once again, I'll tie it back to three, but I, I I probably shouldn't keep doing that because now my son thinks that everything revolves in threes and there's more numbers than just threes. <laughs> so <laughs> I'll probably Yeah, I'll but
0: share. you can keep it simple. <laughs> yeah.
1: So interesting enough, uh, we just shared a post the other day um, where we did our first cooking video with an Instapot. And one of the points that we made was the KISS principle, which I'm glad you bring that up. But in my case, I've actually made it even more simple. So it's K-I-S-S, right, KISS. But for me, it's keep it simple, sunny. So you know, I'm, I'm really trying to make it a little bit personal for me. And, and I'm tying that back to the secret sauce question that you just asked. So number one is authenticity. Number two is connectivity. And then number three is simplicity. So I think the three things for me that helped me to grow from a little over 500 connections. So I think at last check, we're probably at about 11,000 um, now in less than a year, or a little over a year to be fair. Um, I think it's number one for me is authentic. So I can't tell you how many times that I've met people either virtually or even in person where they have approached me and said, we cannot believe that you are recording LinkedIn videos on your couch in your pajamas on a Saturday morning with your son. And I kind of look at him and I said, well, why not? And they said, well, because we, we wouldn't be able to do that. And I said, but you don't have to do that. I said, you have to find the voice, your own messaging, if you will, that will resonate with both either your ideal clients, your customers, family and friends, whatever you want to make it about. Um, You have to find that authentic message for yourself. So that's number one is authentic for me is different for someone else. Connectivity. So the second point is how do you want that message that you're sharing to connect you to others? So at the beginning of when I started creating those videos, I didn't really have a well laid out plan to say, well, this is exactly the market and the demographic that I want to go after. Guess what? That's okay. You don't have to have something crafted out every single step of the way to find out where you're going to be successful. I think people tend to forget that sometimes. They think that you've got to create this box and there's got to be these you know, pre-planned, pre preset stages that you have to float through, you know, the customer journey, the UX if you will, to get to a certain endpoint. I don't think so. I think that sometimes when you do that, you lose your sense of creativity and you lose that piece of potential innovation of maybe missing demographics or audiences that might be interested in what you're saying because you just thought you knew better. And then of course, you know, the third thing is I I like to actually say this is how do you humanize your brand? So it's each and every one of us does this all the time. We may not know it, but we tell, or we have a really great story, right? We might have this really unique journey, but sometimes we just don't know how to share that with others or we don't know how to spread it in a manner that it's going to be well received. And so for me, I think that from day one to where I am today, I've had plenty of people along the way say, what about doing this? What about doing that? And I love, I absolutely love getting ideas from people because that's where I learn what people are interested in, what inspires them, what interests them about our message, my messaging and Ohm's messaging. But I'm the first person to say that I don't know at all. You know, I'm very much about learning and self-development. And and, and quite frankly, there are people that are out there that probably have so many more ideas, they just don't know how to implement them. So I absolutely welcome people giving that type of feedback to continue improving the messaging that I put out there.
0: Hmm. Yeah. yeah, and just for people in case they, they don't know, so what you are doing on LinkedIn is you are um, actually providing little videos together with your three old, uh, three-year-old son and um, exploring the world through his eyes. Yeah, right, that's, 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 that's a magic. So just for the audience who might be thinking, Ha, yeah. huh, well, pajamas, couch, how does this all <laughs> go together, LinkedIn, right? That, that's a story. That's what you came up with to, to share through the eyes of Om, like how he sees the world and you kind of um, help him share his message.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And you know, you're absolutely right. So the, I should probably take a step back. There are probably people out there Um, you know, just on LinkedIn, 575 million users in the world, you know, people that are jumping onto social media platforms. LinkedIn is the business professionals network. Um, And Christine, you bring up a great point. So what is it that we do? What is it that we share? Um, You know, our video channel is through the eyes of home. And it has always meant to be sharing the perspective of a son and his father as they experience the world, both professionally and personally. So, you know, I, I, I kind of with a chuckle share that story of the sweatpants and the couch, and I'll, I'll tie it back to why in a second. Um, but the whole intent for Through the Eyes of Vome was to be able to share a perspective of, um, you know, each one of us when we were younger, we looked at the world through a different lens. And as you, you know, grow, and um, for those of you that get married or those of you that choose to stay single, um, whatever your, you know, whatever it is your choice happens to be, you have kids, you don't have kids, um, we all have perspectives. And I think that when we're younger, we have a very open and broad perspective, if you will, as we start to become shaped by life experiences, we start to kind of create funnels or paths that we maybe unintentionally start to go down. And we, we forget about some of those things that we have experienced as children, or we forget about being... Quite as open-minded, you know, the, the buzzword for today is inclusiveness. Um, so having that inclusiveness of diverse thought or openness to thought. And so the intent for these videos with my son was was to bring that back or to shed light on that to everyone. And, it, you know, something as simple as, um, you know, Ohm loves Legos. So being able to play with different shapes, different colors, and interchanging them in different ways, you know, The professional lesson from that is, well, we we typically have teams. We typically have people that come from all walks of life, different backgrounds, different experiences, something as simple as different genders. I mean, gosh, let's just start there. And so taking Legos and interchanging them and and interlocking them is just like pieces of a team or pieces of people. And understanding that there may be an instruction manual that says, do this, 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 and this order. But when it comes to people, that's not necessarily true. Right? There's different generations that learn at different speeds. There are different people from different parts of the world that, that retain and take in information in a variety of ways. So those Legos in that particular video, we were talking about how connectivity of Lego pieces could be just like people, that you have to be conscious of how those pieces need to go, and you might not always be able to follow the instructions to build whatever it is that you're trying to build. So there are life lessons, both professionally and personally, that we shared through the eyes of VOM and kind of taking people back to a simpler way of thinking of things.
0: Yeah, I, I, and especially when you, when you see how it can be used in a sales process, you never know where your potential customer comes from. You never know what kind of background do they have, what kind of pain are they in, what solutions they are looking for. So that's a really, cool example how you can also see it in such a simplified way yeah to well, get well, a good reminder right you it, you know it's yeah. not every every person is not the same package or box or color of lego um, you have to find an individual approach and um, to support somebody um, and serve somebody on a much higher level than just going for the cookie cutter approach.
1: We, you know, it's, it's so interesting that you say that because from the sales perspective, you think about it this way, that particular video that we created um, when I've gone to networking or just events in the community, so different conferences, whatnot, I actually had somebody approach me and said, you know, we saw that video and, and we had not done business together before, by the way. So our company was trying to do business with this particular um, company as well. Individual came up to me and said, you know, I saw that video on LinkedIn. And he said, we didn't know much about what your company does. Or, you know, there's always been cold calls, cold emails, just an outreach to connect with us. They said, but until we saw that video, we now have an idea of the person that's representing that organization and what that person represents. And would you be interested in meeting And so something as simple as a LinkedIn video, and I'm not saying this is going to happen every time by any means, but something as simple as that LinkedIn video of somebody seeing, once again, me authentic, right on film with my family in my, you know, in the comforts of my own home. So being vulnerable, if you really think about it, that allowed that person to say, we now know who you are without ever having met you. And that is huge having people know who i am and what i represent and what i stand and what's important to me right that to me i think builds those long standing relationships and partnerships that sometimes are really hard to develop or take a lot of, a great deal of time to develop so i have people reaching out to me or knowing who i am before i ever step you know step foot into, into a room
0: Mm, beautiful. So um, lots of people when it comes to sales and building their business and serving more people, um, they somehow fall into that thinking that they have to be a different person just because they are making an offer. So, can we touch on the authenticity piece and on the, you know, just being you and being okay with it, like standing for something or maybe standing against something? Um, how to position yourself um, so that by being you and showing up as you no matter what will actually increase your business opportunities?
1: Yeah, great question. So, I, I think that. Once again, you, you have to look at the state of um, the business world today. Mm-hmm. So not to, not to just pick one generation. So it's not just about millennials, but like the Gen X, the Ys, the Zs. You know, OMA's probably going to be like generation 4.2, whatever they're going to call them because we're out of letters now. Um, I think that the generations that are coming up now, let me start there. They, they want a different way of doing business, period they've got access to technology that Christine, you and I probably never had access to when we were coming up and we're, we're playing catch up to be honest with you. And so the method of communication and the way that they connect today or the generations that are going to come, you know, in front of us or behind us, if you will, they're going to expect to do things in a different way. So for me, caring or having that authentic, you know, being you is just how you convey yourself on social media, or any type of platform today, is probably even more important than it was, you know, five years ago or ten years ago. Um, not all organizations have a large PR firm or like a marketing firm or public relations group that says you can't say this and you can't do this. I mean, it, to what some of us may think are common, you know, common sense practices, you just look at what's going on today, just in the news every single day, um, and people are losing their jobs. You know, they're losing, uh, you know, titles for certain things that they might have won because of something that they've either posted, said, or liked or disliked in types of commentary on social media. And so for me, I think it's by being myself, being my authentic self, and then putting it out there for the public to to view and to see, I think you just have to be just as cautious as if you had somebody that you truly respected sitting across the table from you and i love this example somebody shared this with me uh, probably last year they said before you put something out there on social media both for yourself or you're just even commenting on something just ask yourself is that something that you would say to your grandmother i was like wow i was like that that's and, and in my case i i didn't know my grandmother very well so i replaced it with my mom i said is what I'm about to put out there something that I would want to say to my mom or that I would want my mom to see? And I think that's helped me to shape the way that I brand myself. So I think to answer your question, um, for myself, I brand myself the way that I want my family, especially my son now, um, I want him to see me. And of course, at the end of the day, I want him to be a better version of me, you know, hands down. He he already will be, you know, he's got half of his mom, half of me. So thankfully he'll be super smart like her. Um, Hopefully he'll be whatever the good stuff I have in myself. Funny. Maybe I don't know, (laughs) but, uh, but uh, I, I just, I feel that people sometimes feel that they can just put something out there without a lot of thought because they just think that they need to do it without any barriers or filters. And I would say for myself, it's just think, you know, even before, think before you speak, but think before you post, I guess, um, just understand, you know, by you putting out some sort of message, what are you trying to gain or accomplish? And it could be something as simple as like in my case, it's, it's to to inspire other people. So you don't have to have a sale at the end of something, but you can be building your brand. And that's exactly what I'm doing is I'm building my brand. I'm building my son's brand.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I think you always have a sale um, because it's every interaction. It's either you buy a story or you, you know, you believe the other person or they get into what, whatever you are offering. Um, So just being mindful of how you present yourself and how you can inspire or motivate or empower others, I think is really, really important. Um, and I love this idea. I, I have heard that as well. Like, think about it, you know, would your mom approve if she would read it? <laughs> and, um, you know, I mean, it, it probably depends where we live and how we are brought up and what we want to accomplish. But that is definitely a good thought to to have, especially when you might go into the trap that you believe on social media, you don't need any filters whatsoever. Um just being mindful to coming um, or setting the intention that with whatever you're gonna put out, it's some kind of service for to somebody else. It's it's supporting somebody else,
1: right? You know, it's really interesting you say that because I also think that you know you, you mentioned you're always selling, and I think that people sometimes tend to forget that even if it's a service or a product, whatever it might be, that person that or that group or that team or the organization you're working with. They may not be the ultimate buyer. but you make a lasting and a good impression. So you said something earlier, and I'll add on to it is in every engagement, you're either building or breaking. Mm. And if you're building you know your credibility or um, you know your your persona with that group or people organization, even if they may not be buying, they may be connecting you with somebody else that's buying. And so you always have to remember that that might not be the end customer for you, but they may, be somebody that puts you in touch eventually with another customer and, and a perfect example for me was a board experience so sitting on my very first board i was invited by one of my customers to join that board not because of something i sold that that company but because they said as we've gotten to know you over time we realize that some of our our social and community engagement and you know activities they align And we would like to offer you this opportunity to join our board because of things that we were doing in the community together. So what a great opportunity. What a, for me, humbling, right? For somebody both of my age, of my demographic, of my experience, I had no board experience up to that point. And to have that person say, we're nominating you. Like that was a huge step for me um, to get involved in philanthropic work. And I've sat on numerous boards. Now I've chaired the boards. I've created my own nonprofit. So it's, it was a great stepping stone for me to be, offered that opportunity simply because it was a building engagement
0: hmm. i just love that what a great interview i'm so excited to have you back on the second show for heart cells thank you so much for sharing today and yeah can't wait to talk to you again
1: thanks so much christine and once again you're listening to heart cells podcast with christine Schlonsky and sunny Tanner.
0: What wonderful lessons that Sunny shared with us, especially how to brand yourself like you want your children to see yourself. I mean, that's amazing. And as we learned going from a little over 500 followers or connections on LinkedIn to over 10,000 and now 11,000 in about a year, that's really, really amazing. So I hope you can take some of the advice and really turn it into gold for your own business so that you can accelerate and that you can come from that heart space, really creating these connections. Make sure you're tuning in for the next interview because I do have a second one with Sunny coming up. And I can't wait for you to tune in on that one as well. For all the show notes, the transcripts, the resources we have talked about, hop on over to christineschlansky.com and find the podcast tab. And there you have the whole episode and all the podcasts on heart cells. And also make sure you are signing up for the empowerment notes. And with that, you will receive empowerment once a week to your inbox. Thank you so much for listening, for tuning in. I so appreciate you. If this resonates with you, please share Heart Sales Podcast with your friends. Subscribe, leave a rating and a review. And wherever you are in this beautiful world, I am wishing you a fantastic day and saying bye for now.